Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast, where we help you get clarity, build skills, enhance your character, curate your environment, take daily massive action, and develop a positive mindset. Join our community by heading over to workwithtimmydouglas.com and get our free book and list of questions that will help you build an impactful and purposeful life. Enjoy the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we are going through Proverbs 10, verses 6 through 7. Let's get it. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. The memory of the righteous is a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. Baseline interpretation, it's about your heart state. That's what I get when I first look at it. The wicked have a violent heart because it hasn't been renewed. When it's said... That the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. I was confused there for a second because you would think the mouth of the wicked would spout violence, like it would spit it out. But when you're wicked, it's not necessarily that you're outwardly wicked all the time, but sometimes you're inwardly wicked. And so this verse to me was really getting at the heart state of the person. If you have a wicked heart state, you're going to be concealing violence. And if you don't have a wicked heart, say you're going to be able to receive the blessings on your head because you have a righteous heart state. And so then in verse seven, it goes, the memory of the righteous is a blessing, but the name of the wicked will rot. And so people won't want to remember you because of how you made them feel. From wickedness, only wickedness can come. From righteousness, only righteousness can come. So it's hard to make somebody feel good when you have a wicked heart state. They might be confused because you might know how to game the system. You might know how to smile and charm. But when your heart state is wicked, people will get the feeling that there's something a bit off or they'll be good with you for six months. And then you'll have one moment that's really out of character because you're not being authentic with who you are and what your heart state is. You're concealing that violence until it pops up. Right. And so the entrepreneurial application of this for me was phase two: identify and release negative feelings. And so why that? Well, when you have that wickedness in your heart state, it's something inside. You got to identify it. You need to know that you're wicked. You need to know that you need help. And then you need to learn to release that. If you're Christian, give it over to Christ. If you're not Christian, do whatever you need to do to get that out of your body because that's not how you're made to live. And so a lot of entrepreneurs will go and start businesses in an effort to get that out of their body instead of doing the inner work, you know, becoming aware of your beliefs and not judging yourself for the beliefs you have, but observing them. So awareness in a non-judgmental state. And that non-judgmental state leads to understanding. You get awareness of where you're feeling negative. You get the understanding of why you're feeling negative. And then with that awareness and that understanding, you can start to redirect that energy towards where you want it to go, towards positive emotion, positive thoughts, positive beliefs, And then that's how you can take the action to create the results. But it really starts with identifying where these thoughts rooted, becoming aware of that, not judging it and understanding it, which is the path to forgiving yourself through understanding you can forgive. Through that forgiveness, you can redirect. And through that redirection, you can take different action, which will create different results. And so that's kind of that inner work that you have to do. It's not necessarily starting a business unless after identifying understanding and redirecting the redirecting was the business that makes sense but if the escape is the business you find a lot of entrepreneurs 
trying to add value to themselves instead of their customer because they have an emotional pain that they started the business to solve. And when you start the business to solve an emotional pain, you're not in a state where you can serve others. And when you can't serve others, your business is going to fail. And so that's why a lot of people are where they are. They have this emotional pain holding them back, this wickedness in them holding them back. And so where has this shown up for me? I would say my anger in college. I was pissed off. And I was in a victim mindset because I grew up black in America and everybody was telling me I should be angry and to get the emotion out and all these microaggressions and this and that and this and that. Like my life was so much worse than everybody else. Meanwhile, I was at a college that had a 21% acceptance rate and nearly 60000 of the $70,000 I had to pay was given through like aid provided by college alumni. And then I had $10,000 in loans a year for a great education with great community where I met the love of my life who's now my wife. So I was angry while all that was happening, right? Anger can blind you. Wickedness can blind you. And that's where it showed up in my life. I was so caught in that victim mentality that I was blind to all the beautiful things happening around me. I think a lot of us experience that. And so where do I want this to show up in my life? I want to sit with myself more often. When I was processing that anger and going through it and really questioning it and learning from people, I would sit with myself and I would just think, I would think about the pain I've caused people, the pain I'm experiencing and why the world is the way it is. And I had so much time to think that time has kind of escaped me now because I entered a massive action phase of life. But sitting and thinking with myself more often is where I want this to show up in my life because I can identify and understand myself when I sit and think. And then when you identify and you understand, you can redirect. I'll actually go over a story in the next podcast. So it'll probably post literally the day after this one. So stay tuned for that story of how I identified, how I understood, and then how I was immediately able to redirect because of that, right? And so how can you guys apply this to your life? Take walks alone, think about the issues in your life and your attitude towards life. Where are you blind? Where is the wickedness, the anger, the frustration, the negative emotion in you? Where is that blinding you to the positivity of your life? And observe how you feel. You know, I could feel the energy, the angry energy inside me when I was getting angry. And now that I've become more aware of it, I know how to redirect it when it's coming up. I know I should just go work out or I should calm down. I should take a couple breaths, take a walk. Like that's part of that emotional intelligence, knowing yourself and your emotions, knowing other people's emotions, and then knowing how those relate, right? Thank, shout out to the EQ gangster who was on my podcast probably like two years ago, year and a half ago. Um, but yeah, that's all we got for you guys today on the show. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one. And on that note, we're out. Hey there, thanks for listening to the show. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to leave a review and send it to a friend. Don't forget, head over to workwithtimmydouglas.com to get your list of life-changing questions and our free book, Impact Ignition, Live a Purposeful Life. See you tomorrow for another show.